1800. The following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? We are here again. Another day. Cover your assets. Following Jason and Mike and those uh, wonderful gentlemen with the nonprofit, listen to that show. Great show, guys, by the way. Uh, today we're going to talk about something that will be right up the alley for Mike and Jason. I uh, use uh, both Mike and Jason uh, to assist myself and my clients. But I uh, am hired as a coach to teach people often how to purchase real estate, and more importantly, how to do it successfully. Now, today we're going to talk about residential investment real estate as opposed to uh, my good friend, uh, Metro East Commercial Real Estate, which is uh, another topic with uh, different information. And uh, certainly there's things that cross over, but there's also things that are unique and different. So we're going to talk about residential real estate and buying it to make money. And uh, that's very important because... It's all about the money. If it's an investment, that's what it's about. Um, it's not about that you love the house or that you love the, the apartment building. It's about, does it make me money or not? And uh, therein lies the quagmire for a lot of people. They, they lose sight of that. And uh, at the end of the day, I'll tell you that uh, there are certain things I'm going to teach you on this uh, one-hour show, or at least I'm going to attempt to within the time that I have. And those things are what I call tenants or pillars, uh, which are the rules, which are the rules. And there's an adage. I think it's Candace Owen or Candace Olson, whoever it is on the HGTV. My wife would be able to tell you in a heartbeat because she loves that gal. Anyway, she's a designer and she's a good one. And she says that being a good design is knowing the rules and then knowing when to break them. And I would say that being a good real estate investor is also knowing the rules, but then knowing the finesse of when to break them or when to accept that they're not going to be perfect. How about that? Because the reality is that uh, this is a, you know, real estate is a, is a, uh, is, is not a perfect uh, product. It is, you've got several factors going on. You've got the purchase price, which in an economic environment, the price of the real estate could be high, uh, kind of is right now. Uh, you could have financing that could be high or low. Uh, you have expenses, which could be high or low. You could have market rents that could be high or low. And all of those things are intermingling one another and changing the outcome for you as an investor. Now, that alone may be more complex than you want, and that's going to keep you in the I'll buy mutual funds or index funds and bonds because everybody else does it holding hands. And I am very familiar with that business. You know, I was in that business. So I'm, I'm going to tell you that real estate is a phenomenal opportunity investment wise 
if you understand it. But again, most people don't. And oh, you know, it's just so much work. It's just, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. But you know what? The more people who feel like you, the less competition I have when I go to bid on a property. So you know what? Great. Uh, at the end of the day, if you want to understand how it works, this is the beginning of your education. You have to begin to open yourself up. And that means, you know what? I'm going to begin to become uh, knowledgeable in real estate. And the minute you say that to yourself, and I mean, in a meaningful way, you really, you really are serious about it. What that enables you to do is to begin to grasp the things that may very possibly have been flying by you previously that you didn't pay attention to, and all of a sudden you do pay attention to them. And this is what's important. So once you determine that you want to become a real estate investor, the things that you might think are complex and overly burdensome no longer are, and you recognize that you must learn these things. And the fact is that the more people who don't, the better off uh, it is for those of us who do. Because remember, things that are conceived by most to be dangerous and to be risky. Risky. What is risk? Risk means you don't understand something. That's what it means. Risk means I don't understand it. And so when you don't understand something, you perceive it to be risky. And for someone who understands something, it is no longer risky. Real estate is exactly that way, along with many, many other things in life, which I'm not going to waste time on that. But that's why you want to learn and that's why you want to, why you want to understand it because that, that eliminates the risk. And now it's just about the numbers and the reason at the top of the show I said it's about making money. If I look at it purely from that standpoint, well, then it becomes pretty academic and nobody needs to really sell it to me. I don't need the dog and pony show. Just tell me the numbers. And if I can validate, if I can verify, if I can vet those numbers, then it's good or it's bad, and it's that simple. And then there's, of course, variations of better or best or, or, or you know, bad and really bad, you know. So bottom line is I don't cross the line. I don't buy anything that I don't think isn't good. Um, and it may not be as good as I want it to be, but it's still going to be a moneymaker. And the reality is that the environment at any given time may not lend itself to every one of my so-called pillars or tenants that I'm looking for. So I give you hard and fast rules, but the reality is they don't always work out that way. And you have to know, you have to know enough about how things work to understand how where you're deficient in one area, you can make up for it in Mike's world called compensating factors. And so if you understand those compensating factors and the way that they can make up for shortfalls in other areas, that is where you begin to become knowledgeable to vet decisions. And that's what you need to do. So when I teach people how to buy real estate, I don't, you don't call me up and I say yes or no. I explain to you how to look at it. At the end of the day, you're the boss if I have you as a client. And I'm not here to tell you what to do or have you sue me because you're not happy. I'm here to teach you how it works and help you look at it, help you understand the ways to perceive it and the things to look for. And then you can see the shortfalls and the positive elements, and then you can weigh those things and make a decision. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, and I hope that that's useful. So. First thing you got to know, folks, is that your home that you live in is not an investment. I know you all think it is. 
Um, and look, at the end of the day, on a balance sheet, if there's equity in your property, it's going to be looked at as a part or a component of your net worth. And I'm certainly well aware of that. But in reality, if I really want to vet it against investment real estate uh, or any other investment, whether that be, you know, I, I, I purchase, you know, shares in the in the Vanguard index fund. I, I, I purchase shares in a, in a biomedical index fund. I buy mutual funds, Fidelity, international funds. I buy bonds. I buy gold, whatever it is. If I'm going to look at it as what I'm really looking for as an investment, I need that investment, number one, to beat inflation. That's the first thing, because otherwise my money is losing purchasing power. And as simple as that may sound, let me just tell you, that's not easy. Just keeping pace with inflation is not easy. And obviously, when you stick your money in a bank account or you bury your money in jars in the backyard, you're not keeping pace with inflation, which means you're actually losing money day by day. So you've got to, at the very least, maintain the value or purchasing power of that money relative to inflation, which is ever growing over over long periods of time. What you want to do is to do even better than that in so much as you want your money to begin to make you money. That's what what a real investment seeks to accomplish is to make you money. So remember that when you buy your single family home and it goes up in value, it appreciates no, it doesn't. It's the same freaking house and it's the same neighborhood. So when you buy a home and it increases in value or, or wow, doubles in value, look, 20 years ago, yeah, it was only 200000 and now it's $400,000 20 years later. So you think you made a lot of money. You didn't make any money. It's the same house in the same neighborhood. And if you sell it, you can only buy another house just like it in the same neighborhood. So this notion that I'm, it's appreciating and I'm making money. No, the value went up relative to the increasing cost of housing, i.e. inflation. That's what happened. And, you know, unless I'm going to sell my house and buy myself a, a, a Glock and get a big Rottweiler and move into a crappy neighborhood, most people want to elevate and go into better neighborhoods. Maybe at some point when you retire, you'll downsize. But unless you want to do that, your home's increasing value didn't help you at all. And I'm not even going to say that it was a good forced savings plan. But for a lot of people, because of the alternative, which is that they'll just simply spend the money, well, then it then it's good. And I'm also very aware of the fact that you have to have a place to live. So at the end of the day, you're vetting rent against purchase. And just know that it is not always a better deal to own rather than rent. And it's not always a better deal to rent than to own. It's a formula and it's a decision. And that's what you, that, that's the main thing. The numbers tell the story. And if you're not a numbers person, bang your head against the wall and say, I'll become a numbers person because you need to. And that's the way you, you figure these things out. So uh, the, and the home, you know, that, that is increasing with inflation. I don't want to leave it that because if I do, then you walk away saying, at least I'm keeping pace with inflation. And I'm telling you, that's not even true either. Because when you say I'm keeping pace with inflation, you also are going to have to subtract from your so-called investment, the money you put into the property ongoing, 
the cost of the interest on the debt that you borrowed to buy the house. You're going to also have to consider how much you're paying to maintain that property, not just short-term maintenance, but long-term capital cost of ownership, all the major fixtures that will have to be repaired and or replaced. You're going to have to consider the insurance throughout that entire period of time. And when you figure out all of these things, you'll realize that you're not even keeping pace with inflation. But if at the end of the day, you wind up with equity in the property, wherein you would otherwise have just spent money, paid rent, and the little bit more that you pay each month when you buy a house, you would would spend, well, I'm not going to argue that in that case, a home is a good investment for you, not a bad investment, but it beats the heck out of burden through the money. And remember that for most people, lifestyle is insatiable. They, people are ignorant when it comes to money. Just, just know that. And I'm not saying that to be demeaning of people. I'm just telling you the truth. This is the way it is. Most people are so unhappy with their lives and hang around with so many other broke people that their whole notion is, I want to live like the lifestyle of the rich and famous, the crap that I see on TV, the dumb, dumb people who are all rich. You know, hey, you know, movie star, they, the movie stars, they buy a $12 million home, they renovate it and put $3 million into it, and then they sell it for $11 million when they get divorced. What a great investment that was, huh, guys? And these are the people you want to emulate. But of course, they make $20 million a movie or they make $100 million for a five-year athletic contract. That doesn't make them financial people. In fact, many of them are really ignorant when it comes to finances. So you can't emulate that. And worse yet, you can't talk to your dumb, dumb friends who don't know any more about it than you do. You have to learn to become a financial person. There it is. You got to learn to become a financial person. And so I want you to begin to look at things from an investment perspective and vet things from that perspective. Now, is that going to be the one and only thing that you use to make the decision? No. But see, if you have this notion that, you know, if you're funding your retirement plan at work, which for most of you, you're not even fully funding it. I think it's $19,500 per year, which is well over $1,500 per month that you would be putting into your company-sponsored 401k if you were funding it fully. I'll bet you the vast majority of you folks listening to this aren't even coming close to that. And if you're over 50, it increases by 6000 per year per person, which means that that number is times two if you're married. That's what it means to fully fund your retirement account. So for most of you, you get a three or 4% match and you think you're maxing out because you're maxing out the match. Okay. That's not fully funding your retirement account, but here's the point. If you're doing that match thing or whatever it is that you're doing, most of you believe that every dollar you make after that obviously goes to increase your lifestyle. Because as I said a moment ago, it's insatiable for you. You can't have enough, right? And so it's no big deal to take every extra dollar you make to put a deck on the back of the house, to buy a bigger house, to send your kids to private school, to get a better car so the neighbors can see, to take a better vacation trip to Europe, to buy, to go to better restaurants, to, to buy a better handbag, a better set of golf clubs. It is endless, And in your understanding of money, you assume that as long as you're doing what you're doing at work, every extra dollar should be 
to enhance your lifestyle because you know what? You could die tomorrow, so you might as well live for today, right? Well, guess what? If that's how you think, you're going to stay broke your whole life, but don't worry because you'll have whole lots of company. And everybody out there who believes that if I make more money, I'm doing well. Income will never be wealth. Listen to that. Income will never be wealth unless you spend less than you earn and that money that you don't spend, you put into high leveraged activities where you make the most money with the resources you have to bear, meaning your money makes the most money within your comfort level or your ability to deal with uh, downside risk. That's it. That's how it works. And if you have no money to work with, We don't need to waste time talking about you becoming wealthy because the way you measure how you're doing financially isn't with the fact that your kids go to uh, to Tino Grace or Benilde or Providence or whatever. It isn't by the new 7 Series BMW that you have. It isn't with the $3 million house you have in, in Edina or Prior Lake or wherever or Wyzetta. None of those things have anything to do with how you're doing financially. The answer to the question of how you're doing financially is what are your total assets minus your total liabilities? That means the loans and whatever's left, that's your net worth. And that's how you measure yourself. Now, I ask you, how many people successful or unsuccessful? I ask you actually measure themselves in that way. And how many say we can take a trip to Europe? We can get a better car. So. How in the world are you going to succeed when you're throwing darts at a board, but you're throwing in the wrong direction? Because everybody you know talks that way, don't they? And so, like I say, okay, you want to be a dum-dum? You got lots of help. You got lots of company. You can all jump off the cliff holding hands. But if you want to be smart, if you want to become a financial person, then you have to look at things through the lens of dollars and cents, and you have to vet the math. So that's the deal. So if I'm going to buy an investment property, there are certain things that I'm looking for. The first thing is I'm looking for what I like to call a one-to-one equation. Now, what's a one-to-one equation? One-to-one means that if I'm going to buy a property for investment purposes, and remember, this is residential property, I want to look at how much the purchase price is or what I reasonably believe I'm going to pay for the property. So if you're sitting down in your office, I don't care if you're doing work at the office right now, just do this quick for me. Take $250,000 and write that number down. And on the right side where the zeros are trailing off, take and cross out the last two zeros in that number of $250,000 and then draw parentheses around the remaining numbers after you have written off the last two numbers. What is it? It's 2500 That means if I buy a property for $250,000 and I cross off the last two zeros, I want market rents of $2,500. That's what I want. Wow. Todd, I'm a real estate agent. That, I, I, that's like, I don't even know any properties like that. Hello. <laughs> this is why the vast majority of people who own 10 investment properties and you think they're geniuses because they own real estate, they don't even know what they're doing. You ask them basic questions like capitalization rate, cash on cash return, what are your total net operating expense, what's your long-term capital cost built in. They look at you like deer in the headlights and they have no idea what you're talking about. Even though you think they're geniuses because they already own two investment properties or whatever. 
There's an adage in the world of money and finance, and it is this. Know your numbers, know your numbers, know your numbers. I don't care what the situation is. You come in, see me, and you own investment properties, and you tell me you own five, and you want me to help you buy 10 more because you think that there's a new opportunity on the horizon, which, by the way, I don't disagree. Then you better know your numbers. I'm going to say what's your cap rate on your existing properties. You can tell me individually. You can tell me as a whole on, on the portfolio, four or five properties. Which one is it? I don't care. Tell me what is it. And you look at me and go, I don't know. How, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> know your numbers. Know your numbers. Know your numbers. And if you're in business, if you're a small business owner, you should know the same thing. So a one-to-one equation is going to get me front-end cash flow that I'm looking for. So there are two ways to look at what we call uh, uh, capitalization rate. Now, you'll hear people talk about these things, and you'll hear one person talk, then you'll hear another person talk, and you'll think they're from different planets because they're talking about different things. And sometimes they call something something when it's, in fact, something else. <laughs> There's a tongue twister for you. Um, so let me just tell you this. Here's an old-timer way to look at things. Take the purchase price of the property, in this case, $250,000, and then you take the rent times 12, which is your total annual rents. Now, that's referred to in a multitude of ways. It's it's referred to as, you can write this down, NOI, net operating income. So that's the annual net operating income. It is referred to as front-end revenue, Uh, you know, just like the revenue when you walk into a store. And it is referred to as the rent roll, the rent roll, the annual rent roll. All these things basically say the same thing. So you take that number, whatever it is, 20,000, 30,000, 35,000, 25,000, whatever it is, and you divide it into the purchase price or at the time value of the property. I say purchase price because we're vetting whether we're going to do this or not. So let's stick to purchase price. We divide it into that. Now, in any business, a going concern is considered to be a revenue stream that is ongoing. It's already in operation. It's rolling. And I have ongoing money coming in the business in the front door, right? Either the money that people are paying me to do the work, the consumers coming in and, and, and sticking their check card in the, in the, in the little reader, whatever it is, it's the front end. So know this, folks. If I don't have any front end revenue, I don't have much to talk about. Now, on the flip side, you could tell me that you do a million dollars a year in annual revenue, but if you've got $990,000 worth of expenses per year, (laughs) you don't have a lot of money to work with because your operational costs are so high and eating up so much of your front-end revenue, right? However, at least we know we have front-end revenue, a going concern to work with, and if we are able to work on minimizing the cost of operating, we can increase profitability, can't we? So, same thing here. The rent roll is the front-end revenue, something to work with. Now, the costs in between, ooh, that's the question. Let's take a break. And we will come back talking about how to vet residential real estate, purchasing residential real estate in a changing market, which could be a great opportunity for you folks coming up. So come on back. We'll be right back. 
Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years' experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. You can find them on the web by going to metroeastcre.com, that's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com, or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. 
Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, hey, how are you doing? I hope you're listening. I hope you're enjoying this. Hey, this uh, this can make you rich. Listen close. It can make you rich. Um, you know, and I know we talked about the 401k. I'm going to tell you right now. For most of you, if you have this silly, and I do mean silly, notion that your 401k, your 403b, your qualified retirement plan is going to make you rich, you are delusional, okay? Unless your company is being acquired and has a significant buyout and highly appreciated stock uh, coming at you in the future, unless you have warrants or options as a vice president of that company, most likely your retirement account will provide you with some stability that goes along with your social security income. But then it's an ocean. You're going to be rich. You're nuts. And remember something. If inflation increases at four at, at 3.5%, usually use around 2.7 as an inflationary index, and it could be much higher in the future given where we are, our country printing money and all that. Just imagine that in 40 years from the time you retire, $1 million today will need to be $4.4 million to have the exact same purchasing power. So when you see two, three, four million million as the trajectory of how much you'll have when you retire, don't be so impressed because the purchasing power of that money isn't going to be that big of a deal. But nobody wants to tell you that, do they? So your retirement account is going to be nothing more than providing stability and security and, oh, maybe someday you can quit. God, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing this before I I have a heart attack. This is so miserable. Okay, well, find something else to do. But the reality is, folks, that you have to do more. It's not enough to 
invest in your company-sponsored retirement account. And that is for not for one moment to tell you not to do it. You should do it. And as a matter of fact, you should do it a lot more. You should fully fund it. But is that enough? No, that's still not enough. You need to do more. That's why I talk to you about investment real estate. I believe in it. It's a phenomenal thing if you know what you're doing. And I'm trying to teach you how that works right here and right now. So, the goal of the old-time capitalization rate. And I'm saying this because people talk about them differently. You know, I'll have one person will tell me, well, you know, cap rate, the lower it is, the better. And somebody else will say, why would you want it to be lower than, than your return on investment is low? Because cap rate and return ROI are one and the same. You got two people who are looking at it differently. And there's, there's you know, um, there's one way uh, that people talk about, and there's another way, and neither one of them are wrong. They're just different, that's all. And so when you hear somebody say it's a low cap rate and they do that with a smile, the way they're calculating that is that they're taking the annual rent roll, the 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 you know the annual rents as I've as I've just described them to be, and they're dividing that into the purchase price of that property. Now, obviously, the fewer times that rent divides into the purchase price, the bigger the annual rent is relative to the value, and the stronger the front end revenue is relative to the value. Which means that's what you're looking for. So if it goes into it fewer times, that's a good thing. If it goes into it more times, that means that your rent is relatively small as compared with the purchase price of the property. So if I've got a property that cost me $500,000 and the market rent is 2000 bucks a month, that's not a good thing. Okay, And remember, in that one-to-one equation that I just gave you, I would, in fact, want my market rents to be five grand on a $500,000 property. Well, let me just tell you right now, forget that. Because when you get higher into the values, it isn't going to happen because the supply and demand dictates that there's very few people who are willing to pay that amount of money in rent when they just buy their own home. And so as a result, market rents are strongest in the lower ends, that being generally in the one hundred fifty to $250,000 range. That's where you have to be looking. Not only that, if you do have money to invest, you want to diversify and buy more properties as opposed to one. Nevertheless, the main thing is, if I have a cap rate, and I'm looking for a cap rate of six to eight in residential real estate. Now, when I say six, six is pretty much untouchable for a lot of people. But if you're a real estate agent, and you're first on the scene, and you gaze at the MLS day in and day out, if anybody's going to be able to find properties that meet this criteria, it's going to be you, which is why it's so shocking the number of real estate agents with 30 years of experience who don't own any investment real estate and couldn't explain these formulas if their life depended on it, yet they'll tell you they know everything about real estate because they've been a realtor for 30 years. Listen, you don't know anything about investment real estate. Let's just be honest here. You just want to sell me a house, okay? So tell me, if I have a property that has, let's say, Let's say it's a property of $240,000 and the rents are two grand a month. Well, what's 2,000 times 12? 24,000. If I take 24,000 and I divide it into $240,000, that means I have a cap rate front end revenue of 10. Wow. Is that good? No, it's not. Is it better than 11 or 12? Yes, it is. Six, seven, eight would be even better. 
Now, on the flip side, if I have that same property and I'm looking for that so-called one-to-one equation, if I buy a $240,000 house and I instead subtract those two zeros, I take them off the back, and now I have 2400 that I'm looking for. There's my one-to-one. I times that by 12, and that gives me $28,800 per year. I divide 28.8 into 240000 and I will have an 8.33 cap rate. That's what I'm looking for. And if it were seven, it'd be better. And if it were six, it'd be even better. So the larger the rent relative to the purchase price, the better. And that's what I'm looking for. Now, is it going to be easy or even possible to find properties in this market that will accomplish that objective? Maybe not. Maybe not. But you do as well as you can. And remember that whole point about know the rules and then know where the finesse is, where I might be able to make up the difference somewhere else if I'm not exactly where I need to be. You need to know that. All right. So there's the income, the revenue that you have to work with. Now, what's the next issue? The next issue is cost of management. So here's the other way to calculate capitalization rates. Take the front end revenue, the rent roll, the net operating income, and take all of the expenses to manage and maintain, known as operational costs, but do not include the mortgage payment each month. This uh, this is kind of presupposes that you're buying it with cash, and just like if I stick my money in a bond or an annuity, I want to know what is my ROI, return on investment, for that dollar amount. Well, if I buy it with cash, I pay a million dollars for it in cash, and my net operating uh, expenses are, you know, my utilities, if I pay those, or the tenant may pay them, all the expenses that I have, and that might be short-term and long-term expenses, and I calculate all that in there, then I take that number that remains after I subtracted from the total net operating income, the expenses, not counting a payment if I were to finance it, I do that, and then once I take that number and divide it into the total purchase price, that will tell me what other people will call your capitalization rate and or your return on investment. That's how they do it. So obviously, the operational costs really have a huge impact on your return. Now, if you add your investment uh, or your, your loan into that, then that changes the equation, and you have to look at it that way. So... There's the two ways to calculate capitalization rate. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. 
8800. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely list of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. For convenient offices in the Twin Cities, greatwatersfinancial.com. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255-65. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at applywithmike.com, because he's super. Laverne and Shirley. Exactly. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. 
888-666-0639. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to sma2day.com. Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years' experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. You can find them on the web by going to metroeastcre.com, that's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com, or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So... You know, when you, when you are someone who maybe wants to, you know, maybe you go see your financial advisor who says, okay, we need to divest ourselves out of stocks and bonds because of the volatility. You're now in, nearing retirement. You want to have a nice, consistent income stream. So we're going to stick you in the bonds or we're going to stick you, we're going to have you buy an annuity. And that's going to give you that nice, consistent money that you can take each month as an income stream that is not dissimilar from what you got when you were in your working years. And that really is the notion behind it. Well, if you're not, uh, enthralled with the 3% return or 2.5% return that you get in those fixed return investments, then you might want to take that same amount of money and buy an income stream. And that's the whole notion behind it. So when I say you're purchasing an income stream, or when I said that before we went to break, that's what I mean. You know, I buy a property, forget about the mortgage. I'm going to pay for it with cash. And with my cash, as opposed to investing it into a, uh, another investment that was fixed and gave me that nice fixed re, uh, revenue stream, I'm going to instead, in this case, I'm going to buy a piece of real estate. And so I'm going to take that net operating income, the rent roll, the annual rent roll, and I'm going to divide the expenses because I don't have a mortgage payment, but all the other expenses that I am going to have to sustain over time, which is going to take away from the annual income or so-called uh, uh, return on investment. And, and for you, of course, that would mean the income stream. And I'm going to determine what my return on investment is. Well, look, guys, doesn't take much to beat those other investments. And if you can get a six, eight, ten percent return, wow, that's double, triple what you get somewhere else. And is that realistic? Yes, it is. It is. So that's pretty exciting. And that's very doable in real estate. But the other thing that you want to you want to look at, if you are not going to buy it with cash, you don't have that much money. You're going to finance it. Well, I always like to tell people I think you should put 20% down as a minimum. Uh, there's a number of reasons, a multitude of reasons for that. Number one, um, 
I want to know that I don't have mortgage insurance. That's the first thing. That's, that's, a, that's a waste of money that I would rather not have to spend. But it's even more than that. I want to know that my equity position is strong enough. What does that mean, strong enough? I mean, I have more equity. More. Not 10%, not 5%, not 2%, not 3.5%, 20% or more. So if I sell this property, my equity position is going to be 20% or more strong. So whether I have built-in equity because I bought it right and I got a really good deal and it appraised for more than what I paid for it, uh, fat chance. Uh, but if it does, then I've got built-in equity. Or if I put more money down or a combination of the two. So if I have a strong equity position, here's the thing. If you buy an investment property, you don't have any money. You're broke. And you put 3.5% down and get an FHA loan, live in it for a year or whatever, and the rents don't go up over that one-year period of time. Well, when you go to rent your property, you have to recognize that the income that you need to make, that being the front-end rent roll, the annual rent net operating income for you needs to be higher just to cover the principal interest taxes and insurance, let alone the operating costs of if you hire a management maintenance company and all of the short-term and long-term costs. So you are at a decidedly uh, uh, disadvantaged uh, position because you need more money, which means you need tenants and you need them fast because otherwise you got to make that payment on your own without somebody else making the payment for you. So you're looking for someone anyone to make that payment, to, to agree to rent your property, which means you take people who are going to destroy the property, who maybe aren't very strong or stable financially, who have terrible credit, who don't pay their bills on time, and you're relegated to that because you just need somebody. Me, on the other hand, my equity position stronger. I can afford to set my rents 50 or 100 bucks less than the market rents that are standard out there. And I'll do that for six months to attract a better tenant. Well, when I do that, I have a line around the block of people who want to rent my property because it's 50 to to $100 per month less than yours, even though it's a townhouse that looks just like yours and it's right alongside of yours. I get to pick and choose. I find the best tenants. I don't have to deal with the garbage people who don't pay their rent and their credit sucks and their and their terrible tenants. And that gives me the strength to be in a better position. So I want to put money down. Now, how do I consider how much I'm making on the money that I put down? Because remember, that money that I put down on this property, I could have bought a mutual fund. I could have bought gold. I could have put it somewhere else, right? So remember that I'm then going to take the annual rent roll. I'm going to take the amount that I pay in expenses. And this time, I'm going to include the mortgage payment if I in fact have one because I put 20% down, I financed 80%. And I'm going to put all that in there and subtract it from the rent roll. And then the amount of money that I have left over, that is my so-called cash flow or my return on investment. Now, mind you, we're not done because there's a whole lot more great things that happen beyond just that. But right there, I can take that number and I can determine what would I need to get as a return anywhere else to be able to accomplish that amount of money, net operating income minus expenses, which gives me this much left over at the end of the year to accomplish the same thing. And if that number is 6, 8, 10, 12, let me tell you what, you're going to blow the doors off of pretty much any other fixed investment that you're going to be looking at. Let's take another break. We'll be right back talking about how to purchase investment real estate successfully in a changing market, getting you prepared for when values may change and you may find a tremendous opportunity in real estate investing. We'll be right back. 
Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Zero, zero. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651 651-227- Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. 
You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Hey, welcome back, everybody. So, you know, listen, I listen to the commercials just like you guys do. And I got to tell you, I've known all these people long before the radio show, which, by the way, has been on for 10 years. And if you want to patronize people who are really good, I mean, extraordinary. They don't, you know, people say to me, how do you do all this stuff when it's just, you know, you and your, your son who are working? And I say, I have a team and that is these people. They are my team. They're extraordinary. They're not average. They're well beyond. And to be I'm a part of my team and to be a sponsor of my show means that you are unique and extraordinary. So if you're looking for people who practice or do or do business in the areas that you hear the commercial, let me tell you what, these people are good and uh, you're, you'll do well to uh, hire them to do the work you need. Also, I have a new producer on my show. Manny, you want to say hello? How are we doing? <laughs> That's it. That's all I get. How are we doing? Oh, I'll be here for a while, so okay. you'll get plenty more. <laughs> well, we're, and we're going to run out of time here, folks, but uh, Manny's, Manny's going to be my co-pilot, and uh, it's great to have him. Uh, i got to have good people with you all the time. Uh, so, you know, look, I talked about the cash on cash return, and that's what everybody looks uh, at is cash flow. But look, overall cash on cash return is about the fact that you have all kinds of factors working for you and you're doing it using other people's money, that whole OPM thing, right? And so not only do you have or may you have cash flow, you've also got internal equity appreciation. Remember with commercial property, when you're pulling it out, you don't get that. With residential, you do. You've got depreciation. you got principal pay down. Wow! Real estate is a great thing, isn't it? Hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. You need help doing this? I'm your guy. I know how to help you make a lot of money in real estate. You want my help? Hire me to coach you, and we'll get on famously. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. Score North on AM 1500 KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. 94.5 KSTP FM St. Paul, 